Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing and anything you need printed. That's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 64, 64. And uh, once again, it's another standalone episode where you just have me to deal with. <laughs> and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about... Today, uh, we're going to talk at the end of the second half of this podcast about the Open. It's starting this week with the announcement, and uh, many gyms are starting already getting ready for that and have been getting ready for that. But the big thing is you still have time to sign up. So we're going to talk a little bit about that at the um, second half of the podcast. But as for today, let's start talking about new beginnings. So I think we all want new beginnings. I I think we all get into this uh, health kick and this um, new life because we're looking for a new beginning. Many of us say, you know, on Monday, We'll start the new beginning. A lot of magical Mondays out there to start new things. Some of us have new beginnings when we change jobs. Some of us have new beginnings when we move, um, when life uh, situations happen. We have new beginnings, and they're kind of natural. They're, they happen um, throughout our lives. But the ones that we start on our own, we you, you can choose whether or not each uh, transition or chapter in life can be a new beginning, or if it's just going to be the same story told in a different location. And some of us choose to do that. Some of us choose to live out the same thing and expect a different outcome. The definition of, in fact, insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. That's not the way to live. That's not the way to make change. That's not the way um, to carry on through because our life is separated in, in, in chapters, in seasons of life that begin and have an end. Uh, if you're still living in the same season, you're a remarkable human, and I'd love to know how that's working for you if you're able to do it. Well, for for me um, and most people, one of the first major transitions that persons have, if they haven't changed schools or if their family you know hasn't had to move across country or something like that, is college. You know, you get the, all the freedom. Um, you're not uh, predominantly, you know, if you're gone off to college, you're not living in the parent's household. And so you had this opportunity to have a new beginning. And, and I remember that new beginning in my life. I remember how um, 
I had just started kind of figuring out that I it was okay to be me in other situations. And so I started doing that in school, but college was the first time that I could really just like step out there and be me, that I could I could go into a situation that was all new for everybody and be who I wanted to be. I could live my own life. And that was a, a fresh start for me that I really enjoyed. And so I moved away and went to college and found um, my wife there, um, who I knew actually going into it, because um, we worked a summer job together. And then ended up at the same college and became best friends for a while. And that love story uh, still continues today, which is pretty fantastic and remarkable. I mean, anybody that uh, can put up with me that long is a saint, you know, absolutely the salt of the earth. So for me, when I went to college, it was time for a new beginning. It was time for a fresh start. Um, high school was kind of all over the place. Middle school was a train wreck, um, but I think that's normal for all middle school experiences. Um, it's like survival, you know, just get through all of that mess. Um, but high school, you know, I was starting to figure out who I was and who I could be, and that that was okay. That I didn't have to hide um, and be different. Per- I didn't have to be someone that other people wanted me to be. I, I could just be me, and, and that was an um, interesting revelation for me. And so in college, I I got to do what I want. I got to have all the experiences. Now, (laughs) left to my own devices, um, I can make a lot of terrible decisions. Um, I will live for the wrong reasons and, you know, have all the experiences. And and that's kind of what college ended up being for me. Uh, A lot of trial and error, a lot of, um, you know, kind of bad choices on top of bad choices. And um, I learned one of the biggest... um, I wouldn't say like problems, but one of one of my biggest issues in life that, you know, when things are going wrong, I get to a point where I just want it all to burn. Like I'm, I'm done with it all. And so I want to wreck relationships. I want to um, just, <laughs> I want to light everything up and be like, oh, the hell with it all. You know, let's just go. And, and sometimes, you know, I've done that through my diet and nutrition. I've done that um, through through various times that I've tried to lose weight in the past, um, where it's gotten to a point where I've hit a wall or something, and I'm like, oh, just the hell with it all. And I want to do what I want. And, and so like that becomes this mantra in my life where I'm like, I do what I want. I'm a grown-ass adult. I do what I want. And and I don't know about you, but when I get into that, that frame set and that mindset, like, that's that's not a good place for me. That that is a place that does not produce um, fruitful decision making. That that produces um, selfish and emotional ambitions that um, are oftentimes catastrophic for me. So I did. I went through college, had all the experiences. I ate what I wanted to, as much as I wanted to. I gained a ton of weight, even more. Um, I was already a large human, and I became a larger human. Um, and that was disappointing. I mean, that that was a hard thing. Um, I, I just kind of, I don't know. I, I think I covered up my food choices. I think I covered up my nutrition because, like I've said before, you know, food was is always my drug of choice. If there was anything I could choose, I, I will I will choose food 
almost any time. And that could, that could be alcohol. That could be, um, although, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that I turn to alcohol for things, but I just turn to consumption. I want to eat something. I want to drink whatever. And, um, I don't want to get like shit faced, but you know what I'm saying? I just turn to food as my crutch. And so I had all the experiences, I think, looking back as a way to prove that I'm not broken inside. Like the more crazy things I could do, the more um, experiences I could experience and be like, look how cool I am. Look what I can do. Look what I've done. Look who I've been with. Look what I've accomplished and been able to do. Um, as long as I could keep the focus there, that seemed great. Um, when in fact it was probably pretty detrimental, um, not only to me, but the people involved. Um, but I could prove that I wasn't broken inside when in reality, man, all of the acting out, all of the food choices, everything that was kind of swirling into this life that I thought was so great at the time was really just me trying to you know, kind of look, get people to focus on something else. It was me trying to control my life that was really, really, really out of control. And maybe you've been there. Maybe you've been stuck in a life that was completely out of control and you were grasping for control. And so maybe you're like me and you just light it all on fire because you can control the burn. Or maybe you just reframe the story and be, you know, kind of frame it in more epic stories about more sensationalism and, and, and more experiences that you had that seemed legendary at the time and, and maybe still do today if you're still in that mindset. But it really is just a way to cause a diversion to the reality of the brokenness and how messed up my mind and heart was. I mean, I was this guy that was addicted to food, ended up being addicted to pornography, all of these things in my life that just mounted up that I could not control and tried to act out in ways that I could control. It's classic. We see this all the time in in teenagers and young adults um, acting out in a way to divert your eyes from the reality of their life, even divert their own mind and heart in a way that averts them from really focusing on what's really going on inside. And so I became confident and bigger than life to control this story and to control my environment. The bigger the life that I lived, the less people could see the inward pain and struggle that I was in. So through that experience, I learned a little practice that I'll share with you today. And the the practice that I've learned, I've tried in my life to become more introspective, more more of a processor, and and it's something I've developed over the years to try to get to the root cause or the the root issue of why I'm acting the way I am or why I'm um, doing the things that I'm doing that seem really ultimately out of out of character. And and so I read this one thing once about asking uh why 12 times. And now now don't get hung up on 12. 12 is just a 
basically an obligatory number. You're going to ask why until you get to the problem. And so if I was to um, follow this out, okay, so if I had a scenario where all of a sudden I realized that I've been drinking every night this week, and, and okay, well, why did I do that? Well, because I had some really great bourbon that I had at home, and so I really wanted to have that. But why did you have it? Because I felt like I needed to. Well, why did you feel like you needed to? Well, because I just needed something to calm, calm my nerves. Why did you need to calm your nerves? And so you can, you can keep asking why and, you know, obligatory 12 times, but ultimately getting to a point in your life where you go, oh, gosh, it's because of this situation that I had at work that is completely outside of my control and it's happening and the only control that I can have is to drink this drink and try to just forget about it so I can sleep tonight. And then maybe you can think about ways that you can actually address the real root problem. And, and so this process uh, helped me reflect inward and to expose what was really happening within. And so maybe that's you today. Maybe uh, you have something that's a hiccup in your life. Maybe you have something that is going on or or you just find yourself acting out. And, and that can look like a ton of different things. Um, it can be the food choices you're all of a sudden making. It could be the way you're treating people. If you're super defensive and all of a sudden reacting to everybody as opposed to interacting with everybody, um, there, there's a lot of things. And the more you learn your um your key factors, those things that just blaringly show up, the more you learn those triggers and and what they look like, then you will be able to move through those things into a new beginning of your life. So here's a fair warning on this. As you're dealing with your stuff, as you're trying to figure out what's going on within you and trying to move through uh, these experiences and why things are happening, um, Here's the deal, and, and fair warning, fair warning for everybody is, is this, that a lot of times once you figure out why you're doing something and you address it and it's addressed, you're not done. Because if it's anything like me in my life, I know that something else rises to the surface and all of a sudden I realize, oh my gosh, there's something else I have to deal with. And, there, and there's lots of ways to deal with things. There's, um, you know, there's counseling. There, there's going to talk with people. There's, uh, you know, there's religious aspects to processing things. Um, there's lots of ways to do it. And I, and I would encourage it highly to not just stuff your problems down because those are the things that when they bubble up, when they get uh, kind of lit up, that's when we start reacting and making the choices that we swore we would not take anymore when we had our new beginnings when we had our fresh starts, when we decided to make a change in our life. And so let me just sell you. Don't be afraid. Lean in to the feelings that you're feeling and explore them to figure out how you can address the root cause of each one. Hope that's helpful. And uh, I hope that uh, that, that um, worked out well. And we're going to take a quick little break. And we'll be back to talk about the CrossFit Oak here in a moment. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. 
Go on by Nutrishop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? Need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed that little um, break in the action there. And uh, and please feel free to go to our sponsors. Um, that Man, that's the best way you can support this podcast is using our sponsors. Both of them are great, Paleo Works and Nutrishop Franklin. They are fantastic. Need to go 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 visit them and uh, make some orders, man. That'd be awesome. And tell them that you heard about it on the Barbell Voodoo podcast and wanted to check them out. Even if you're already a customer, just say, hey, thanks for sponsoring the Barbell Voodoo podcast. That'd be awesome. So moving right along. So we have this little event that's happening in the CrossFit world that starts off this week, and it is the CrossFit Open. And so this is, I think this is about my fifth Open. And... I got to tell you, you know, um, in, in thinking about it, I, I forget um, how weird it was to even start, like to register, to, to register and pay that like 20 bucks entry fee to this this competition thing. And, and I, I, uh, I was reminded, I was coaching last week and, and I was asking everybody, you know, hey, have you registered for the Open? Are you going to participate in the Open? We're going to have big Friday night lights. It's going to be awesome. Um, they announced it on Thursday what the workout is, and then we'll do it together. It's going to be great. It's it's a fantastic time. You need to do it. And I had a couple guys that kind of just had started CrossFit, and they looked at me like I had three heads. They they knew what the Open was. They were familiar with, with this competition. But the idea of actually competing in a CrossFit thing, this new into CrossFit, seemed like their most ridiculous thing that I could say to them at the time. It it was, it was pretty funny. Um, and, and so it got me thinking about this, you know, there's a lot of fear behind, um, kind of competing in the open. And so, you know, why should you care about the open? Cause, cause it's not like we're all going to the games, you know, the majority of people, the 90, 95%, actually 99% of people who participate in the, the open are not going to the CrossFit games. You know, they, they are, they're not going to do, they don't have a chance to go. There's a few, you know, maybe, you know, maybe that 1% that might have a chance, but the 99% of us are not in contention, believe it or not. Believe it or not, you're, we're all not going to the games. And, but yet, this community gathers together worldwide to participate in this event that is so much fun. And so some of the, some of the changes in CrossFit about CrossFit Health and the way that a few years um, back, um, originally, you know, CrossFit was made um, in order for you to have the ability to ultimately live longer, to be healthy and to, to grow old gracefully and well, so that ultimately, you know, when you have a fall as an old person, you survive that, you know, it's about surviving. It's about being healthy and about being fit. And, um, along the way, it kind of, that story kind of got hijacked by the, by the, by the games, the CrossFit games. And, And all of a sudden CrossFit, um, started changing, from this uh, fitness 
experience, this fitness lifestyle into a competitive sport where everybody needed to compete, where everything was supposed to be on the line. And it turned from health and wellness into competition mode. And programming and boxes uh, went that way. And uh, a lot of uh, kind of intentional changes started moving in that direction. And, and so kind of the way corporately that, that, that CrossFit has been handling this is saying, okay, we uh, kind of got off track with our our original DNA and so not that that not that the games is bad not that competition is bad but but we need to focus on on the the health and wellness side we need to go back to the other side of um helping people be the best human that they can be physically and so it sounds like I'm already trying to make a case of why the open is unimportant but in fact the the rationale inside of this is actually why it is important. I, I remember the first open that I did, and full disclosure, I only registered for the open because I was peer pressured into it. I want to say even the first year, someone registered me. I, I don't even think I registered myself the first year. Somebody registered for me, and so I was committed, you know, like, I, 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 I didn't commit, but I was committed. And, and so all of a sudden I had to change up and go, okay, fine. I, you know, let's do this. And so I did it. And, and there's things I learned in that, that I did not imagine I w- would be a part of it. Cause you hear worldwide competition. You're like, who cares? Um, who, who cares about how I rate against people my age around the world? And, you know, once you get into it, it's pretty cool and you will kind of like it a lot more than you anticipated you will. But here's the deal. I learned a couple things when I did the open that I didn't know that I would learn. And so these also are things why you should participate in the open. If you're someone who's on the fence or, or, or one of those that just goes, nope, not, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm, who cares? Number one, by participating in the open, it shows you what you're truly capable of. When you're put in a pressure situation in your box where everybody's cheering for you, the time domain is there, and you're in competition mode, whether you want it to be or not, you switch modes into that competition mode, and, and all of a sudden, your work output changes. You change from the inside out where all of a sudden, you are pushing more, doing more than you thought was possible previously. And, and that sounds crazy, but when, when, when you're in that environment of a competition, you push harder. And all of a sudden, you will accomplish things in the open that you didn't even think you could do. And it happens every single year in every box where people get their first whatever, their first muscle up, their first ring muscle up, their first uh, push up, their first PR on a clean and jerk, you know, whatever the movement is, you will surprise yourself because when you're placed in that environment, whether you've done it or not, or you placed yourself there or not, or someone else registered you, you will do things that you'll go, holy crap, what just happened? I can't believe I did that. Like I just PR'd that by, by however much, that's awesome. And everybody cheers for you and everybody's excited for you. And it is an incredible experience. Okay, that's number one. Number two is that it shows you um, how you should work out. 
And so when, when CrossFit started, CrossFit started where every workout you go as hard as you can for as long as you can. Okay, you finish the work or you, you, you do the, you know, the, the AMRAPs in, in the time domain given to you, whatever it is, but you go as hard as you can. And many of us across the CrossFit world have switched to competition mode where we're all of a sudden think we're elite athletes who pace and who use, you know, particular rep schemes so that we can do the best time domain or the, the best whatever um, that we're looking for, as opposed to working as hard as you can so that you're upping your aerobic capacity, your energy, your fitness, everything in your body, pushing as hard as possible to progress faster and quicker um, with health and wellness. We've, we've lost that aspect of working out so hard. And, and we've lost it in some ways because of the volume by which we're, many, many of us are working out these days, not taking rest days, working out way more than, than three days a week, working out every day or multiple times during the day. We, we've suddenly changed into this sport mentality where our body's not rehabbing, our bodies aren't recovering well. And so therefore, we're, we're actually progressing slower as opposed to working out less often, but going harder within those workouts. And so part of the, part of the things, the, the, the second thing I wanted to talk about was, was that, that participating in the open shows you what a workout should be like every single day you show up to CrossFit. Every single day should be that exhausting, work that hard, that level of competition, not only with other people that you're working out with, but mainly with yourself. Because we all have that person in our head that says, slow down, you need to drink a water, breathe, you're not going to finish this, just quit, it's okay, it's okay to quit. We had a guy Friday um, when I was coaching that wanted to quit. He had 10 reps left. We were doing Randy and it, and, and he was gone and his body was wobbly and he was feeling uneasy. And, and I could see, I was like, no, he he's overwhelmed by this. He's, he's fighting a mental battle. It's not as, as physical as he thinks it is. And so I went over there and said, give me three. You can do three. You, you, you surely can do three. He said, okay, I can do three. And so we did three. And then I said, all right, let's do another three. Just take five seconds and back at three. And, and he finished his last 10 reps. And at the end, like the joy on his face was something that we live for. You know, like when you see that, man, I actually did that, you're just overwhelmed with joy. And you're like, I was fixing to quit. And you didn't. And you get to walk up and say, man, I'm so proud of you. You didn't quit. You kept going and see what you can do. And the open gives us that experience every week where we realize that, man, we are capable of so much more. And, and if I could give that level of intensity every day or, or every other day that I'm working out, then man, my progress and my health and fitness would increase so much drast more drastically in my life. And the last thing that I wanted to bring up, and there's lots of other reasons. You, you know, you, your your coaches and your owners of your boxes have given you other reasons, but I, I feel like these are ones that aren't exactly talked about too often. And the last one that I wanted to bring up, um, which is going to be talked about a whole lot locally, it should be, is that it builds community support for you. And so for all the changes you want to make in your life, um, you need support doing that. You know, it's not something that we can do on our own. 
And so the open creates this community around us where all of a sudden people are like, oh my gosh, that's so-and-so. And so-and-so has made change in their life. Look at what they're doing. Like, how can we support that? And all of a sudden your box is cheering for you and everybody around you is cheering for you. And all of a sudden your box rallies around you as maybe someone who, beyond your class. Because a lot of times we just get to know the people that we work out with in our, in our single class. If we go to the same class every day and we miss out on people in the afternoon or the morning or, or whenever uh, we don't go. And all of a sudden, people all in your whole community know who you are, and they can rally right alongside of you in all the changes that you're trying to make. And so if you're someone who's into CrossFit because you've made some life changes and you're trying to change more, then the Open is an excellent opportunity to connect with your box community. And all of a sudden, they're on the same boat as you, and all of you are traveling together, and you can support them, and they can support you. And this beautiful thing happens in the midst of this worldwide competition that you make friends, and you make companions, and you make um, travel associates in this trip, you know, people who are willing to travel with you along on this journey. And so let me encourage you do the open. Get out there, man. Don't be afraid. Don't think of it as a worldwide competition. Think of it as an opportunity for you to experience CrossFit in a completely different way. And maybe it's going to be a way that you learn to train better, that you can show yourself that you're truly capable of more than you ever thought. And you'll be able to continue this journey with a group of people around you that you um, can love and support as well. So, hey, happy competition, guys. Enjoy the Open. It's a blast, and I hope you work your tails off in the process. We'll see you uh, next week with a, another new podcast um, with a special guest. So have a good week. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.